to That Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to That Wrestling Podcast. The good bad guys of wrestling podcast are back talking all things of the week that was in professional wrestling. I'm Brian. You may remember me from such legendary wrestling factions as the doesn't hurt business. It's Jason, and I can confirm my cholesterol has gone down 100 points since taking medication. Please consult your physician before taking cholesterol medication. I'm Joe, also known as the man who trained Danhausen with his ushering. Thank you very much. <laughs> and I'm Kevin. And just as a heads up, public service announcement it is acceptable to wear tank tops every day of the year. That's a very Kevin thing to say. Welcome back, Kev, too, doom, by the doom, way. Doom, Welcome doom. back. Uh, guys, we got to begin. Unfortunately, it's tragic news of the week, the passing of Jay Briscoe. Uh, Jay was just 38 years old. On Tuesday, him and his family were driving in their truck when a driver coming his direction crossed over into his lane, hitting them head on. Uh, and unfortunately, Jay was not wearing his seatbelt and died at the scene. Uh, the other drivers passed away. Uh, Jay's wife is okay, but his two daughters were hospitalized, one of which uh, from his wife's social media post sounded like um, possibly paralyzed going to surgery. So uh, just a horrible, horrible situation. Uh, him and his brother, Mark, 13-time ROH Tag Team Champion. Jay, also a two-time Ring of Honor World Champion. And uh, the wrestling world just incredibly saddened by this news. Jason, you did have a meeting with Jay Briscoe a couple of years back. Yeah, he was on the first Chris Jericho cruise. And, you know, the character is a character. The guy was the nicest guy. And, you know, that cruise... Uh, Jay and Mark had a almost five-star match against each other. Mm. It was unbelievable. And if you search hard enough, you can find it on YouTube, but uh, I will try to find it and get it on our social. But, you know, it, it sucks for so many reasons. And then, of course, a uh, story came out yesterday, Thursday, that – they filmed a Jay Briscoe tribute show, very similar to what they did with Brody Lee, but Warner Discovery said, nah, uh-uh, no Briscoes are allowed on our networks. But after Dynamite, the debut of the Dana White Power Slap League, who three weeks ago slapped his wife in public. So right. what the fuck? And, and what's crazy, Dana White was like a hero to me. Like, I have been going to UFC events for years, and one the one person, and everyone's like, oh, if you could meet a fighter, I want me to fight her. I wanted to meet Dana White. I, I just loved everything about him. And now, look, man, you don't hit a woman. And, you know, he's, he, he's taken responsibility for it. He's apologized for it, but there's no punishment. And his tone of, well, what, what's a punishment? 30 days away? That's not good for anybody. That's not good for the company. So, like, there's a smugness to him that I'm seeing now that I just don't understand that, you know, Jay said some pretty awful things years ago, but he has since apologized and yeah. tried to make right. Mm -hmm. And for Time Warner Discovery to hold that against him, but literally right after Dynamite debut the Power Slap League, it's a very uh what what's the right word i'm looking for Tasteless. here it is yeah i was just that's not the word i was looking for you're not Slippery incorrect slope. though 
Um, I guess I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, okay, so we draw the line here on this situation with Jay Briscoe and what he did in the past, but we're okay on this side of the fence with a, a slap league that, again, with everything he's just said about Dana White, Jay, it's just like absolutely now, ridiculous. Now, me saying that doesn't mean I'm going to stop watching the UFC. I love the UFC, but I don't condone, but me loving the UFC doesn't condone, doesn't make me uh, think that it's okay. I, I, I think you guys know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Just yeah, because yeah. I watch the UFC doesn't mean I think it's okay what Dana White did because I don't. It's wrong. He so should have been. You don't. You don't condone the man, but you're still. Uh, you support the product. The product is bigger than one man. I get it. Yeah. I just. I don't know. Like I love the UFC, but this shit with Dana White. Yeah. I don't want to meet him anymore. He's not a hero. He's not someone that I think is admirable. And well, I think just to bring it back to wrestling, I mean, I think a lot of people can feel that way about Vince McMahon. Yeah, yeah. that's the same. So that's what I said six months ago. Yeah, exactly. I said um, that six months ago, too. So, Kev, let me, uh, let me ask you this, Brian. Yeah. We went to the first GCW at Harpo's. When it returned, the Briscoes were, were competing in a match that night, yeah. right? They were, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought. And, and I was thinking about that because, like, I, I've I come late in the game with my Briscoe knowledge. Uh, I remember first hearing about them, not to make light of anything of their talents, but I thought they were like related to Gerald at oh, first. Oh yeah. First thing, of course. And yeah. The first I thing. The and, then thing. I see them and I'm like, these guys are look rough around the edges. And it was like, um, and then just, just seeing more and more. And I think it was the, um, uh, some GCW matches that I actually saw like w- w- with them in it. And then finding them online, like, amazing in-ring talent and then to find out he was only 38 years old that's why i messaged i think i messaged you guys i'm like the dude was only 38 like yeah like it it looked like he uh in in professional wrestling right it's hard on your hard on your body uh but like just the love that that even his wife had being in that school district right the school district shut down and then it, it turned out his wife was heavily involved in the school district. Like it just showed like uh, the, the power that he had like with NXT, right. Pausing even for that 15 yeah. seconds. It was, yeah, that it was, was classy. So nice to see like, yeah. And, and they, they, they switched things up and, and now with, with you do know host. that there was supposed to be the, uh, the new day was going to host the funeral for, uh, be deadly. Pretty deadly's title shot. That's what was reported. But yeah, they, they but switched they, it up on the fly. Yep. Yeah. In, yeah in, kudos to them that was. Yeah. They're professionals and they can make anything work out. But it's just sad. It, 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 and that's all around our age, right? Yeah. Let's have kids. Like it's just it sucks. Where and, and I and I don't want to be sounding so shitty, but wear your seatbelt, please, everybody. It's sad, Joe. I was very sad to hear the news, especially hearing the age when we say 38 so young. And it's like, then it's like, wow, it makes me feel old because 38 so young. But it is, it's too, it's not enough time. And the impact that he made on not just like the world of professional wrestling, but with all the stories coming out in the last couple of days, with the relationships he made with his fellow wrestlers and a school district closing down shop means that he was a big part of that district 
where the kids needed time uh, to have the day off. This wasn't just like, oh, well, we're just going to take advantage because of a celebrity um, passed away. No, that's not why. That would never happen. What would happen is if it was something that would affect the kids and people and the administration and the community in a whole, then he, he had a bigger heart than we any of us know because we didn't know him. And like Kevin said, late to the Briscoe game, Brian, you sent out a message earlier today that said, um, who's been YouTubing their matches ever since you heard the news to catch up. I plan on doing that this weekend. I haven't been able to have any time to do it so far, but I do have a plan to, first thing I'm going to watch is FTR, Briscoe's Ring of Honor, which is now available on YouTube, and I'll just take it from there. But rest in peace, and I'm really heartbroken about the daughters, too. Those, they, like... Not, this is something that's like traumatic that is going to be with them for the rest of their lives. So like mental health awareness as well. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great point. Um, yeah, it, it's been amazing to see. He's talked about the stories, Joe, all, all the reaction from the wrestling world. Um, and I think it's another reminder as, as us for fans. And I think we do a pretty good job on this, but we always know about online fans about the tribalism uh, of I like this company. I don't like this company. It's not shared by the wrestlers, right? They all get along. And this guy made an impact on so many of the professional wrestlers that we see in WWE and AEW um, that was clearly made uh, with all the testimonials that you'd see online. Um, Sean Ross sat and I, you know, without being Mr. Ring of Honor knowledge myself, but he said, basically, I think he had the greatest all-time career in Ring of Honor. 20 years, never really left, all the championships. Uh, so he's just like the absolute mainstay. Um, I have got and to watch some of the stuff. Yeah. They got started at like 15 right, as well. Right. So <laughs> right. They've been so long. And I mean, it, it speaks to just how, how we surprised that it was 38 because they've been around for so long. Um, hell of a promo. From what I've been watching lately, some of the promos, it's very Eddie Kingston is that you go like, I feel what you're saying. Like, this feels real to me. Really entertaining, really talented that. Um, and I think, Jay, you mentioned about, yeah, the, the comments, the homophobic remarks he made years ago, you know, just showing that people can change, I think is great. And redemption, um, one of the uh, tweets I saw from Effie, a gay wrestler, shared how when he was going to be on a card with uh, with Jay Briscoe, he was told, I guess, be careful, you know, watch it. He said it was the complete opposite. Just such a nice guy. Totally good with him. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a shame, again, that Warner Brothers didn't um, share that same sentiment uh, when it came to having this tribute show or anything like that. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing that because I'm, I'm sure it's going to be really special uh, for having to put I'm that wrong. together. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong, Jason, this would probably be you probably more be more knowledgeable of this one. Didn't he, when he apologized, say he was basically staying in character, being the I read that character that he was, and uh, is to make good his next match? He basically took all the like payoffs and donated it to charities uh, for LGBTQ plus S- something, something in that, that vein. And yeah, that was yeah. like over ten years ago. Okay, okay. And, yeah. So here's here's a, here's a good comparison. Excalibur said the N word. Right, that, that was in storyline in too, character, so. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, it, 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 it's Vince McMahon did both, on yeah, TV. Right. both of those John things. Are hey, John Cena. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's. I guess they're picking and choosing. Yeah, both, both, both things are are terrible. Right, you said some terrible stuff, but 
I don't want to make light of it, but I Time Warner, like the Warner Discovery, whatever they're called, whatever, it's it's all about money. No. Mm-hmm. Jay Briscoe made them zero cents. Dana White makes them millions. You go, you go with Fair. the money. They don't care. They care about yeah. the money and their bottom line. So <laughs> it's whatever. funny, Joe. It's funny you said that because I tweeted my stance about Dana White and everything today. I don't know if you remember Dusty Wolf, uh, enhancement talent in the eighties. The name rings about him yeah. and I are we. You know, we we talk on Twitter here and there, and he literally wrote, "It's all about dollar signs." Yeah. yeah. Yep. So for us to think that it's about anything else, uh-huh. it's not. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny? Uh well, not funny, but uh, you know what now? Never mind. We'll just we'll go into something. Yeah. Uh, well, not, I'll, I'll, on a, on a positive <laughs> Yeah, on a on a positive money side, um th- they do have a uh, a fundraiser link. I saw a lot of the wrestlers tweeting out today and I checked it just a little bit before we recorded. Um, it had raised uh, close to $150,000 um, at the time of recording. So I'm sure it's going to go way up, which is um, great to see the community go together. So yeah, sad news and rest in peace uh, and thoughts and condolences to Jay Briscoe and all his family. Monday night raw. This was the, the uh, show right before raw 30. Um, a couple of the little highlights, uh, Lashley going to get a U.S. title shot in that fun six-pack challenge match. Uh, I guess I'll put in kind of air quotes, help from MVP and Omos, right? Right. Something's going on with that. Uh, we also had another appearance from from Uncle Howdy in the Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair uh brawl if you will um so those were two of my biggest takeaways along with uh bronson reed looking like an absolute monster against tazawa that was a yep. that was a great squash match that was so good uh but guys let's let's talk your your takeaways on this uh show on the eve of of the next uh huge raw 30 show it was a, it was a fun show it was a filler show but it, it, it i thought it was yes, leading into it yeah there's a lot of filler shows uh, and actually all the shows were, were good. Nothing great. I thought on, on NXT, AEW and raw. Uh, I thought it was fun. Like I can't outside of what you said. I thought the six pack challenge was fun. Uh, I thought, yes, Bronson Reed. So, so fantastic in, in the ring in, in, uh, Tazawa? No, I cannot think of the announcer's name. Uh, Kevin Patrick. No, Kevin yeah. Patrick. Uh, uh, and just hearing him talk about him makes you makes with his. He doesn't have the manliest voice, right? And just hearing him talk about Bronson Reed, I thought that was that thought that was pretty good. In uh, the six pack challenge was was fun, just for the fact where you know it was, it was so many people, and you know eliminating one by one is always makes it for a good match. You know what's crazy about that six-pack challenge? They're like, oh, all of these men are former U.S. champions. With the exception of Corbin, they're all heavyweight champions as well. Right. Yeah, yeah. A lot of talent in that ring. Um, the other part that I absolutely loved, same as last week, uh, Jay, you talked about how just Corey Graves is on like the, uh, the heater of the century uh, with this Dom prison stuff. Yeah, when, why didn't why didn't you mention how Dom called out the Usos for not knowing true. what it's like to be? <laughs> that, that, that was great. Uh, he smells fear. Yeah, he smells fear. That was funny. But it was when Mia Yim was coming to the ring, 
And Corey threw out, looks like someone's cosplaying prison dog. <laughs> and, and Corey even like subtly like elbowed Kevin Fadger. He's like, what's wrong, Kevin? The cat's got your tongue. He must have like held the, the cough button down on the uh, the microphone because I, I laughed my head off at that. So Holy you God. guys, you guys need Kevin Patrick is now Corey's co-host on After the Bell every Friday. You need to start listening to at least the last two weeks because that's when the Dom prison stuff started and Kevin and Corey kept, they, they talked about it last week. They talked about it this week. And uh, I have a, a, a friend that's, a, you know, works at WWE and he's a photographer, videographer kind of thing. And he posted a picture of Dom and people were just shitting all over it. And I'm like, I've, I've come to the conclusion that the way to shut down an internet troll is to talk kayfabe. Uh, the things that people were saying all about this, you know, the storyline is it sucks, it's lame. So then I start chiming in. Oh, and I said, look, man, prison changes people. It's taken <laughs> him a little bit of time to reacclimate back to the public. And then it, it, it was just on. Now, that picture was posted... I was uh, Tuesday morning on my friend's Instagram. And uh, as of recording, he, he, him and I were texting today. And he goes, you know, I posted that on like Twitter and I got nothing. On Instagram, I've got over 11,000 likes. Wow. And Whoa. like thousands of comments. And then it just every day I keep getting trolls coming at me for my comments. And I just talk in kayfabe. <laughs> Like he did his time. Leave the man alone. Like, I just, I, I love it. I love He's it. Rehabilitated. So, <laughs> it's, let me see if I can pull. I mean, just people are just so angry. Like, people are angry at the world, period. I got to go grab, hold on, let me grab my glass, my real glasses, because sunglasses are. True kayfabe. Like, do you think Dom's cellmate was nails? Yeah. <laughs> There's sorry, there's I have to stop for that. So you got Dom in prison, Mike. I have to stop cosplaying as Joe for a few minutes. So yeah, yeah. welcome back. Um, all right, let's get back into this. Um, so I, I started this whole thing, and I said, "This is the best story on Raw right now." Uh, how his WWE persona is either a bitch boy or a mammy's child, and I wrote because it's entertaining. Um, another guy, he's a clown. 24 hours in a holding cell. It doesn't count. It's pathetic. Um, Jesus, calm down. Uh, it was less than that. His character is being a submissive kid to an older dominatrix. There's no story. He was there for like a day. It was a gimmick, part of the storyline. That was supposed to happen. Um, and then I start chiming in. Prison changes people. Give him some time <laughs> to get back into society, and he will make Rob better. Um being That's a good an another one being in prison makes people do crazy things getting back to regular life takes time uh another one i wrote it's not about a story it's about a man serving his time and getting back to civilian life it takes time and then uh another one i wonder how you would react after serving hard time like dom did he is young he will figure it out um another one because he served hard oh this one was um Time will tell, just saying, but hey, I will give credit. 
with all the negatives he shows as a person, I think that's what makes him a phenomenal heel. And then I wrote, just because he served hard time doesn't make him a villain. He's a young man trying to get back on track in his life. <laughs> and then my last one, um, uh, when, when I mean negatives, I mean like his cocky, arrogant attitude, not the prison debacle, which then I responded with, being cocky is what got him sent to prison. He's trying to figure it out now that he's on oh the my outside. God. <laughs> you're, you're like an attorney for Dom. Look at you. <laughs> you're like Jason Cochran over here. Now I'm Joe. Now I'm Joe. Wow. Okay. Tom Retainer. That's amazing. Uh, amazing. I just, <laughs> I love what Corey Graves does. You know, oh, he, yeah. he's so into it. And I know we're going to talk about announcers in a bit, but still. Yeah. Um, Dom and Rhea won. Saved the Judgment Day. Yes. Completely saved that storyline. Priest going an hour two weeks ago, that helps too. Now we just need Finn to, to just fucking do something big. To I, I, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on the Judgment Day. They don't need Edge. They never needed Edge. Yeah. They just needed Rhea and Dom now. No, they well, needed Edge to start it, but they didn't need Edge like after. Like they did the right thing with uh, moving on from Edge. Yeah, it was quick at the time, but yeah, it's played out just. It fine. makes it makes sense, and again, I hate to agree, but yeah, Tom and Rhea saved <laughs> the Judgment Day because we were. I was getting bored by it because it was the same thing against the Mysterios, against AJ, against Mysterios, against AJ, against Finn, and now Finn joins in, and it all changes them when they get Dom, and those three on the mat after they lost, but laughing hysterically when Dom did the uh, Snickers nut shot yeah. of the week to uh, Edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that made it. Um, I still want the Dom mugshot shirt, please. Yeah, there's, I, there's more opportunities with that uh, and just the prison look in general for sure. Um, you want something big for Judgment Day for Finn. What about new tag champs? Uh, you know, we're going to get Raw 30 next mm-hmm. week. We're going to get Judgment Day and the Usos. And along with that, obviously, it's, it's a huge show. Um, what are you guys most looking forward to? We've got we've got Legends, apparently. We've got Becky and Bailey Steel, Steel Cage. Uh, the Bloodline Acknowledgement Ceremony. And then w- on, on top of that, guys, I- just two, two quick yes and no's. Is Vince appearing? And does The Rock appear? Any rock, that. rock via satellite. Ooh, Vince, no. Rock, no, but will be acknowledged of his absence of not acknowledging the tribal chief, and that's how that will start the story. Vince, mm, I'm gonna say like no, that. but really, it's a I hope not. No, I think I, mean, I think I think Rock satellite, and at the end, I I feel like he'll throw in like a one liner. Hey, this isn't a goodbye. I'll see you guys really soon and like do a wink or something. Just like they're kind of giving Cody coming to the rumble. Just, just the, the, the hard tease. But my one gripe with raw 30. The, the submission the legend, sorority is not coming legends, back. No, the, the legends they throw on the screen. Believe me. I think it's cool. If we just haven't seen all of them in just like the last couple months, like we see DX all the time. I feel like we 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 see Kurt. Right. Road Ella's, dog. Like, <laughs> Road dog. Yeah. It's 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 like in the biggest news was Tatanka is is going nobody, to Tatanka's not sorry, going. No, nobody's going to a about the Bellas. Match. 
which I think is fantastic because he put, nope, I'm going with my son, family first. But it's like Teddy Long. Out of yeah, Teddy Long, who who's like a Mr. SmackDown general manager. Sure, he's the Raw reunion or whatever. The, Be- yeah. the uh, Bella twins, because Nikki's on Barmageddon and the season finale is after Raw Triple X. And they have an E show. Yeah. Coming on. Is Lita Nikki- and Trish on? I'm sorry, guys. Is Lita and Trish coming? No. Nope, Did we see nope. them? Okay. It, it'll be it'll probably be Ron Simmons. Yeah, saw I would, him on there. You know, and I, I, I you know, to laugh at something. The real thing here is the name Raw Triple X. Come on, like in Philadelphia, no one's hard, talking about it. Come everyone's on, talking about it. Come I, on, I said last week it's it's the uh, Vin Diesel movie. What else are you guys referencing? What and, in the world? And it's in Philadelphia, the home of hardcore wrestling. Come on. Mm-hmm. Just be careful on the Google searches. I've been told. Uh, if, you, if you Google going raw, in raw, raw triple, triple X. X, you might not get something that is I'll, safe uh, for work. Maybe they'll yeah. get the. Maybe they'll bring the ring girls back from the beginning ages of raw. We're oh, holding yeah, the sign that says, "I like it raw." I like it raw. At that, least you know, it's yep. at least it's not in two different arenas. Yeah, like twenty five. Like oh, yeah, that was a cool idea, and it just didn't play out. Uh, and, quite how and, and silk stockings or La Femme Nikita better follow. They raw. better be next. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. There's a channel I get. Silk stockings runs all the time. Nice. Never watched one. I, 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 that I watched, channel's watched, ridiculousness on MTV. Over the weekend. Right. I watched it over the weekend. Silk stockings. Wow. Is it on? Is it on Pluto TV? It, it probably have, is. It's probably on Tubi and Pluto and yeah. But there Roku. is a channel here that we get. Silk stockings on a regular basis. So out of, of you out of who print. haven't had enough silk stockings <laughs> in your life, the blue, seven. the blue logo. <laughs> they say out of principle, Jay, when Raw ends next week, turn the channel to silk stockings and show video to be like, how did you guys enjoy the show? Oh, silk stockings on. I gotta go. <laughs> Just out of principle. <laughs> Pacific um, Blue with Mario Lopez. Yeah, Pacific Blue is another one. Oh my god, I didn't remember that one. Um. Yeah, like I, I hope thought, Gra- I, I hope Graves will acknowledge some of the past TV shows. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet him that and tell him that. I saw somebody too did Silk Stockings uh, is next. <laughs> they did the um original like raw entrance video with the current wrestlers. It was, was on the bump. Fun. It was on the bump. Oh, okay. did they put that on there? Okay. Yeah, nice. that's how the bump started with Shelton um, and HBK. Nice. So yeah. Um so there, so hopefully there'll be some f- nice, fun, nostalgic moments in there too, along with what looks like some pretty ed- uh, entertaining uh, matches and different scenarios with the uh, acknowledgement ceremony leading into the Royal Rumble. Um, guys, later on, we've got a couple more things to cover. We're going to talk about our favorite moments of Monday Night Raw. Uh, any worst moments stand out to you? That you're just like, my God, why am I watching this? I have one if you'd like me to start. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Uh, this was early Attitude Era. Do you guys remember the storyline of the Legion of Doom, but like Draws was like kind of yeah. joining yeah. them? Yeah. There's this part where like uh, like Hawk, they were like saying he's depressed or he's alcoholic. He and... climbs to the top of the drums. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, or well, he, he off. jumps off. Yeah, draws comes up to like help him, and he clearly just shoves them off there. Uh, JR is <laughs> like, oh, oh no, he fell. And if I remember right, 
they it's not like they spent the next like 20 minutes like showing the stretcher and ambulance they kind of were like we'll we'll see if we get an update before off the air here's here's the godfather taking on val venus or whatever they just like moved on i was like what the hell um it turns out draws was hawk's drug pusher like whoo woo wee that's rough that, that was really really rough emphasis on pusher right yes literally and figuratively in two ways i would say i'm going to speak for joe I'm going to say every raw from 2020 to 2022. Oh, no. <laughs> mine's not that, even time period. I'll what speak for got, myself. Buddy? The last segment of the last raw of 2019. Do you remember? We were all cordially invited to the wedding of Lana and Bobby Lashley. Wow. That was such a bad segment. And here's the thing. It always like goes back to like, is this where raw is headed? Because if you remember like the first segment of the 2010s was Brett returning and him and Sean, uh, hugging. That was only because that was only because impact moved to Monday. I know, but that that was the time that was, but look at this. The very first segment of the 2010s was that moment. The very last segment of the 2010s was Lana and Bobby Lashley's yeah. wedding with your girl, Liv Morgan, coming yeah. up and saying that she was, that mm-hmm. was awful. And it went on too long. Rusev came was, out there. It's, yeah. It still like was just such a bad idea. And it really did set the tone for the next year of Monday Night Raw's. Wow. Jay, you got one? Nope. I love Kev? everything about the WWE. <laughs> Kev, do you have do you have one besides Joe? Do you one? have a okay, Jason? Do you have a kayfabe answer for my uh, complaint? You know, you're just like all the other losers on the internet, Joe. You can't be happy with anything. You have to be negative just to get just your one, point across. You got to have a hot take. You got to be there first. And the show's been there for thirty years. If a show is there for thirty years, there's nothing wrong with it. Eat a I dick. Thought- Jay, oh. I thought you were going to say, oh. uh, like, that, you know, hey, weddings are complicated. G- you know, I know it didn't work out, but they're a, still a good couple in real life. You know, I thought you were going to continue. It's on Joe. I don't like Joe. Give so him so I too can't straight. Just, yeah, yeah. It's, All right. It's like, it's so I was at your house, by the way, for when Brett and uh, Sean shook hands in the in the middle of the ring. You might have been. Like I was in it was in your uh, in your living room. Uh, I would. It's not even a, a specific moment. I think early NXT when they used to do like the obstacle courses, it was just kind of silly. Some of those things, but I, I kind of agree with Jay. There's been highlights. You're talking about Raw though, you mentioned NXT. Well, no, NXT the game show used to be on NXT. Raw the game show used to be I on Raw just on and ECW N- too. Uh, yeah. No, uh, it wasn't. It was never on ECW well, it because took, it, it took, took over, over ECW. ECW. Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, whatever. Just some of those things are weird, but. Shit, I still watched it. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh I don't miss it. No two, negativity. Two more words, Katie Vick, nevertheless. Uh oh, too but, obvious. Too yeah, obvious. I was with what Jay said, eat a dick. Although, <laughs> tri- tri- Triple H's F your brains outline still did make me laugh. Right <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, we, here's the thing. I'm gonna go with the positive of that segment, even though it was awful. The positive was when it was over. And they cut to Triple H 
laughing hysterically while I think Michael Cole's giving him a look like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> all you can like, do is I'll, laugh at that. Triple point. H made that segment at the end work. Yeah. There you go, Jason. There's a positive from one of the I worst segments that. ever. Always look on the bright side of life, I guess. Yeah. Uh, right. Friday, SmackDown, later tonight. Kev, you're going to be in the building, brother. I am. Uh, yeah. this, this all came together kind of last minute, it seemed like, right? What happened here? Yeah. So, excuse me. Uh, been watching a lot more uh, old wrestling, current wrestling with Brett. Uh, it's his birthday in, in March and we were going to surprise him with tickets because we we're trying to do more experiences. Right. So we're watching SmackDown last Friday. I see a pop up Detroit. Didn't know it was coming to Detroit. And I was like, oh, shit. My coworker always messages me the night of whenever he's there. Always been in, in, in our company's suite. And uh, oh, I messaged yeah. him and I was like, shit, I haven't talked to you in about a year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, hey. pal. Uh, hey guy. Hey, did, you get, did you get my text? Because I, I knew frequently. Phone, I frequently talk to him at work. Okay. Okay. But not outside of work. So I messaged him. I'm like, hey, is your family going to SmackDown? If yes, hook me up, question mark. And he's like, I'll hit you up on Tuesday. Messages me on Tuesday. He's like, you guys are hooked up. Sends me three tickets to our company suite. Wonderful. Uh, so so uh Brett, Brett is very spoiled. In his in his live <laughs> wrestling, he's been in uh, a suite. He's been to a house show, which was phenomenal because we were very close, and it was like all the superstars on the Raw brand. And now he's going back to the suite, and then it's coming back in March where he's going to see all the SmackDown. Yep, so it's it's really good. So Mondays are tricky because uh, you know Raw starts at eight, but it's a first night of the week. School Friday's easy because it starts at eight. But it's the tail end of the the week, so he can stay up to as long as he wants. So it's gonna be fun. It'll be it'll be you know kind of close to the, to the Rumble season. So it's gonna be good storylines oh, yeah. leading up to. So it's gonna be well, Kevin. The real question here is if SummerSlam is in Detroit, can you hook us up now? <laughs> SummerSlam will be a Ford Field. We have a so? suite at Little Caesars. Oh, okay. But, so SmackDown, big so company doesn't work for your, so you don't sell for Ford parts. No, <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, if SmackDown's going to be right across the street, oh yeah, road it trip because it'll be right across from the hotel. Yeah, you would and think we'll be so. right across yep. from the hotel we're staying at. Oh, yeah, here exactly. we go. Well, I don't, I, I don't know. With the news that came out this week, it may not be Detroit anymore. I think you got those tickets because the fire and uh, police department oh, uh, got their tickets what, revoked. That's, that's I didn't, a, man. Yeah, I don't even know where to take that once I didn't include it in the rundown. It was, like, it was, it was wait, so what? awkward. It's like, hey, the Detroit police <laughs> and the fire department are serving, uh, are suing uh, WWE and Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. We'll be on, we'll be in Detroit on Friday for SmackDown. Yeah, it's yeah. just so it's so odd. They must they must have some money uh in their in their pension and their that's that's uh, okay. only is thing that, I can think of. Like it's part there? of okay. it's it that's the only thing that makes sense. It's part of their pension. They like invest in like certain companies and they probably have some of their pension invested in like something like wow. WWE and it's messing up their retirement. That's the only okay. thing that would make sense to me. Nerd alert. All right. Uh <laughs> next <laughs> good. Know, I'm good. excited. Um, I, I wanted to ask is obviously Harper and Brett, uh, about the same age. So the likelihood that he'll make it to the end of the show, 
like what what percentage? Hundred percent? Like ten o'clock's nothing for him on a Friday or, or what? at at home? Yeah, falling asleep around not good nine nine thirty usually. Oh, me, okay. But me not, me too. But right. live live, I hear you. Yeah, he falls asleep. He'll, he'll, I don't, yeah. Dad don't care. Yeah, <laughs> you're like that goddamn contract signings up next, kid. Here's some more popcorn. No, that's where you nudge him. Be like, did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> no, I yeah, but you have a sleep. So if he falls asleep, just let him go fall asleep on the couch, and you can still yeah. watch it yeah. out on the. Are you gonna buy the "I Was There" shirt? I I don't know what I'll buy, but this is only my second time ever at Little Caesars. In the first time, right? I was with. I don't know where they are in your screen, but with these two dudes at Hell in the Cell. So I hopefully there's the bar outside and I'll be drinking some uh one of those I doubt it. all 16 Oberon. I doubt it. It's too Brian's it's too cold. Oberon's they, they a, don't Brian, they don't have you're it. in Michigan right now. It's not cold. It's like spring well, it's no, like you're, end of March. You're like right, weather. but it's it's too cold for the outdoor bar. I, I highly doubt it. It's too cold. Scorpio. Scorpio. Here comes to Cold Scorpio. Well, listen, we'll we'll hear all about your experience yeah. next week. Looking forward to that. Um, Jay and I for sure checked out, and I don't know if Kev or, or Joe had the time because it, it came out kind of midday yesterday. Um, interview on the Bill Simmons podcast with Nick Khan, and obviously oh, I did everything not. WWE. Uh, um, I, this I is wanna, the guy to hear from. So uh, I want to drink Jay. beers with this guy so bad. Like the guy, Brian, you said it in our text, smooth talker, had smooth. his shit down. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, you and I talk, so I, I think I'm, I'm okay by, by bringing this up. Two things that he said in the interview referred to Tony Khan as a good kid. <laughs> and, and then when Bill Simmons said, well, you know, is, is AEW competition? I mean, you guys did take Cody Rhodes from them. Nick Khan's response was, how'd you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Nick Khan, I, I, I want to drink a beer with this dude so bad. Um, I love it. I love it. The interview was great. If you haven't listened to it, please go do it. Uh, Kevin, Joe, go listen to it after, you know, whenever. Just when you're driving to Detroit, Kevin, yeah, listen to it. There's no, sw- there's no swears. Give your kid an iPad and some head- headphones and, and enjoy. Awesome. I, I completely oh, so agree. He is a, a, a smooth operator. It's it's fun to even outside of the WWE talk, which I mean. They did he, a little. They did a little bit. Yeah, because clearly him and Bill Simmons have a relationship for, for years. So they could go on a little side tangent of. The Phoenix Sun Sale, which yep. Joe and Kevin, you guys know, Matt Ishbia, MSU guy, right? So, uh-huh. like, they mm-hmm. can talk about those inside, and the Redskins are probably up for sale. So, there's a little bit of that Commander. stuff, but excuse me. Thank you. Yes, the Commanders, the football team formerly known as. Oh, um, I still miss the football team. But, you know, I, I thought it was a fair interview. And this is basically saying, like, Stephanie just left. And how do you think this makes people feel from the outside? And and Nick says, listen, I don't, I don't get involved in the family business part like that. The relationships that's, that would not serve me any purpose. That won't serve them any purpose. And I let them do their things and they, they come back to me and we kind of handle it. Um, But he said, I mean, the other real part was that it's definitely a head scratcher was, you know, Vince retires. 
but he really gave the impression of just like, oh yeah, like we kind of always knew like Vince would come back. Like it was not, it didn't seem like a surprise at all. And basically the plan all along was that, yeah, when that day comes, Triple H and Steph and we'll, we'll run things. So, you know, from the outside of us, it's like, oh my God, shocking, shocking. From the guy on the inside, he's just like, yeah, this is kind of what we expected. So it's interesting to have that sort of perspective on it all. But um, yes, uh, it was so good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've, you know, I've seen Nick and his kids, they always sit at the, at the corner where the ramp is on the mm. right. Him and his kids always have those three or four seats. So these events that I went to last year where I was up close, I would see him with his kids. And, you know, Nick, he seemed, yeah, I feel like he was a lifelong fan. Like, I think he said he was a fan before he got involved. But, yeah, this guy's the real deal. And everyone that, you know, talks shit, shut your fucking mouth. Shut All it. Right. Um. The other thing we wanted to bring up, we actually had this on the rundown last week, and I must have conveniently missed it. Um, WWE announcers. So, oh, yeah. And and uh, college football is, is all done now. And, you know, Pat McAfee, of course, did SmackDown and took a break doing uh, college game day. So in theory, he should be coming back, you know, any week now, you would think. Maybe maybe the SmackDown after the Rumble, I, I wouldn't be surprised at. Uh, guys, you know, let's let's play the the the. What if game, I guess. The how do you want to bring Pat back? Is there any other announcer shakeups on Raw, SmackDown, NXT that you'd maybe make an adjustment on? How would that look for you guys? Pat comes back as a surprise entrant Ooh. in the Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. And he's part of a three-man team on SmackDown. You can't break up him and Cole. Wade's Barrett's been doing such a good job as well. Why not have SmackDown have a three-man team of the three, like guys who probably have the most, they have the best chemistry. So that's how I would book it. Pat's return is number like eleven in the Rumble. What was his football number? I don't know. Mm. One was he one because he's a kicker. We'll get stats and info. We're all we're all getting to our phones right now. Apparently, was he number two? No, I think he was number one and like maybe number like 40 at West Virginia. Watch this. Alexa, what number <laughs> McAfee on the Indianapolis Colts? Oh my gosh. Number one. Alexa oh, you sucks. Heard, if it happens, you, you heard it here first. I think Pat should be number one. The number one answer to the That'd Royal That would be Rumble. fantastic. <laughs> what a great way to start. Um, I disagree with some of that. I like the Royal Rumble part of it. I wasn't thinking that. Pat goes to SmackDown. Wade goes back to NXT. Booker T goes back to his podcast. Because half the shit he says on NXT, I don't know what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> he yeah. does go. He goes off sometimes. He uh, looks like, lost. What, but what are you doing? That, but this all is part two Survivor Series. You have Pat versus Wade versus Corey. In a battle oh. for announcer supremacy. <laughs> Graves oh, is cleared now. Right, right. I don't know what I think Wade's just choosing not to wrestle. Right. And I think yeah. yeah. So yeah. I should have put that on my uh prediction thing. But yeah, <laughs> I, I watch fun. NXT and it's like he Booker's like trying to be heel, but he just uh, yeah, and there's just too much of that. Um, Booker T or Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, 
And 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 shout out to yeah. Thea Hale. Got her first win for the U. Uh, yeah. The great NXT. The last couple of weeks have been great. I know we haven't talked about it, which you know we gotta we gotta talk about that. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's my announcer to fix it. Mm-hmm. Kev, I, I, I go, switch-ups? I'd go identical just just for the fact where <sighs> relationship with Michael Cole and Pat was fun. Oh, good. Was yeah. so good. Oh Pat yeah, would go yeah. crazy. M- Michael would be like, "What are you doing?" You know what I mean. But like, <laughs> they embrace each other. When Cole said he's having the most fun, right, in 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 his in his career with Pat, Wade's doing a fantastic job. Truly, he's doing a great job. I just don't want to see a three man team just because they're fighting each other for for the talking a lot when it is the three man. And excuse me. Uh, but yeah, Booker, gotta go. Go go deal with more with getting excited uh, for the next Roxanne Perez maybe in, in the school. Uh, maybe go train some more people. That's And he's got a great podcast radio show. I mean, Hall of Fame is a great show. You know, so, and I just, th- th- I don't know, man. There, there is just too many times on NXT. Watch NXT, you know, and, and count how many times you say, what did he say? Like, what, what? Because there's a lot of them. It's okay. always like uh, early. The situation I, I'm picturing when you say that, Jay, is like, you know, we've got this match coming up. And he'll just do his, oh, you know, they're going down because it's going to be this. And, that, and Vic's just like. <laughs> is that Bill Cosby? Or yeah. Like, <laughs> what is happening here? Yeah. So Vic's just I, just, I got it, though, Lost for the like Rumble. I got it for the Rumble. Okay. McAfee number one. Number two, Shinsuke Nakamura. So McAfee is rocking out when he comes out. And he has to face Nakamura. That's funny. And but we need that- Boogs. We need Boogs back. Hopefully oh. soon. Hopefully well, he could play him down. Pat, but like- Pat one, mm-hmm. Boogs two, Nakamura three. And what oh, a lot. Man. Four. <laughs> that, that will make up for the debacle of last year's Rumble yeah. in just the first three entrants. I wouldn't even need to see the rest. It's like that, that you bring McAfee back as number one because he was number one. Boogs, yeah. is he clear? It doesn't matter. I, he got I, hurt. At, he got hurt at Mania, so it's probably yeah. yeah. Close, but, you could, right? but you could have Boogs introduce Nakamura as number two, yeah. and McAfee will be conflicted of should I get ready or should I just rock out to Shinsuke? <laughs> I want to see that happen. That would that would be this year's equivalent of when Too Cool and Rikishi all were the three in the ring yeah. and they just stopped Lights. and did their do do Yeah, just just do that. Or uh, my- or when Kane and the Undertaker were in the Rumble and the next person out was Scotty Tuhati looking terrified walking yeah. down the ramp. Aww. But yeah. I just um I only said Wade like for the three man team because okay. I don't want him. I think he's done a good enough job to not go back to NXT. That's the reason. So my for mine, Joe, with with you, I would I'd put Wade on Raw. Okay, I'd make I'd make them a three man booth. I think Kevin Patrick's getting better. It's not not great. And Corey, the last couple of weeks because of the Dom stuff, has like carried it more than enough. Right, that's maybe not needed. But I, I agree. I wouldn't put him on NXT. Booker is what he is. Right, he he, he does his thing, and, and maybe it'll get better in time. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I I would keep Wade. And I wouldn't make a three-man booth with Pat. I'd move him over to Raw and see if those guys. But I'll tell you, Wade did a hell of a job filling in for Pat. I thought him and Cole were like seamless. 
so good. So, you know, I think he's uh, he's doing just a, a great, great job as an announcer. And Wayne brought credibility to it as well, because he was yeah. really a SmackDown guy during his career. So he's like, I wrestled him. I wrestled him. Mm-hmm. Yes. What was that? Yes. What was that sound? Did you hear that, Brian? I did. I did hear what is, that. What is it? Ladies and gentlemen, this is the premiere of that wrestling podcast draft. Yes, we're going to do this occasionally here on the show where we're going to do a draft between the four of us. And the topic for this week is favorite moments in Monday Night Raw's 30 years. How this will work, we're going to have five rounds. When a moment is selected, just like at any other draft, it can't be picked again. So not like the five count where we used to do where some of us would have similar guesses. Um, the order that we'll do is myself first, then Jay, then Joe, then Kevin. We're just going alphabetical order. Then we're going to reverse it for the round snake two. Draft. Snake, yes, draft. snake draft. Exactly. Uh, mm-hmm. By chance, Kev, did you make a, a fabulous spreadsheet to, to I got do one. these things? Well, I've got oh. one ready to rock, baby. Ah. All right. Okay. You, so J- Kevin will record the picks, and then maybe when we're done, we can we can kind of see I'll where pop they it open. lay yep. out here. That's awesome. So All right. are we ready to shake things up? <laughs> Welcome to Monday Night Raw's draft. Okay. Uh, so I get number one, and this is this is a, a coin flip between the two. Um, but I will go with Mankind Wins the Title from The Rock. Uh, maybe the loudest pop in wrestling history when Stone Cold's glass hits. Um, this was the night that Kind of turned the tide of the Monday Night Wars. It was the tape show. We all know what Shivani said about butts and seats, all that. And it was such a feel-good moment. And uh, again, just that moment of the crowd popping for Austin was just such a special thing. So that's my number one pick. Uh, My first round pick is uh, should be a surprise to no one. Uh, I was there (laughs) February the 4th, 2013. John Cena against CM Punk, the winner gets to face The Rock at WrestleMania. It was probably about a 40-minute match. It was unbelievable. I was in the second row, and uh, you could see my Steeler hat and my WrestleMania 23 hoodie uh, in the camera because my back was to the hard cam. Uh, It was an outstanding match itself, but that whole night was great because that's when I saw Brock chase Triple H and seeing Brock Lesnar run full speed (laughs) Three feet away is so scary. So absolutely scary. That night also, uh, we were supposed to get Vince McMahon versus Paul Heyman uh, one-on-one, but it didn't happen. Uh, Triple H, there was some, uh, it was was a great night. So that Monday Night Raw uh, overall was great. But my first round selection is the John Cena, CM Punk winner gets the Rock at WrestleMania match. Nice. Joe? All right. uh, My first pick is the last time I really got excited for a segment and surprised the announcement of the special guest host of WrestleMania 27. All right. The rocks, the silence, the lights off. And then the, if you smell and the crowd went nuts and what they give him like 20 minutes to just say whatever he wanted. Even the anonymous raw general manager came out and he, he (laughs) shut him up. I mean, that was still a moment that i still watch so i know there's plenty of other great moments but that one for me first round pick 
No one's was a hell of a moment. I was not watching live, and I feel like Kevin and I, I think we're back and forth, like texting yeah. uh, every second of everything The Rock was saying. I was at Angela's apartment. We were just early in dating still, and it was like when I saw it and Raw was done, I was like, I have to stop whatever we're doing. <laughs> Keep your hey, hey, PG rated here, folks. Coitus. <laughs> no, no, we're How not. Jason dropped seventeen. But yeah, it was like the, first two what, minutes. the Rock just came back. I have to, I have to focus on this now. Yeah, uh, okay, all right. The rock, the rock did just come back. Yeah, in, rock bottom. <laughs> in, in, to, to finish round one of the draft. Yes, I, yes. I, every single thing that I, I picked, I remember specifically where I was. And most of them were in different states. Wait a so minute. Stop. Part. Did you say specifically? Specifically. Were you? Okay. I think were you, you on the West specifically. Coast? Hey, it's 712. I, I, I don't know about Nashville. <laughs> if it's Nashville, Kentucky, like it was a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Slams. Sorry, that, for Kelly. this one, Sorry, I was Check in St. Clair Shores, Michigan, in my friend Frank Leschewski's house. It was the debut right. Of Y2J, Chris yeah. Jericho, oh, yeah, that's a good August one. 9th, yeah. 1999. Was almost uh, my first round pick, yep. And, and I, I remember exactly where I was because I was 17 years old. We were drinking a whole lot of beer in his parents' living room. <laughs> oh, hey now. Fun story. Fun awesome. story. Awesome. Uh, the next one. Yep, you got the next uh, one. With the first pick of the second round. Boom. Uh, first pick of the second round. This, this, I... I I, I actually, I can see it. Some people picking it in theirs early. I can see maybe even a person like Jay would never even pick it. Period. Uh, I was in Bardstown, Kentucky, uh, watching this on Monday Night Raw. I still watch the promo at least a m- couple times a year. Uh, the pipe bomb from CM Punk. Yeah, that was a lot. pick. And just, just, just the intensity in, in, in the, 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 the seeing Cena almost passed out in the corner on the turnbuckle. Uh, it's, it was just perfection and let alone, he's gone off his rocker a little bit over the years, but it's, it's just, it's just so fantastic. And it's, it's, if you want to know what it's like to push buttons on the microphone, if you're going into the industry, I'd watch that and try to be it, but I would never be able to duplicate it. The hell of a moment. Joe, Next back pick. to you, buddy. Joe, round two. All right, that'll be quick. Uh, round two, my pick is Triple H's return Madison Square Garden 2002, wow. announcing he's in the Rumble. Okay. Biggest pop he's big pop. I, probably of his career, and he just looks so big, and he was a star. He was the star of all of professional wrestling in that moment in the world's most famous arena. You can't make, do it better than that. Triple H returns M- MSG. I don't, I don't have a date, but the debut of Eric Bischoff on Raw. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I was in college, and I, 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 uh, I, I it when was, it happened, I called my friend Lauren. Uh, Brian, you know Lauren. I'm like, I just know. I'm it like, was, are you seeing this? I'm like, are you seeing this? It was yeah. So because uh, me being a WCW guy. I could not because and the, the lead up was great because they did like a backstage with Booker and he, he, yeah, you know they yeah. crossed paths like tell me I didn't just see that now we understood what he said then <laughs> we understood him there mm-hmm. uh but Bischoff showing up on Raw is my second round pick awesome 
Uh, for my second round pick, I will go with a moment that uh, I don't know if I have laughed harder at anything at wrestling um, on Monday Night Raw because I, I definitely laughed my head off at uh, the tightest world slide in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, was that funny. Um, bedpan McMahon. Yes. Bedpan McMahon. <laughs> just the sound effect when that bedpan hits Vince. Um, it brought me to tears and, and my mom rest in peace. Even I, who, you know, she was not a wrestling fan or whatever. We didn't watch it together, but I said, mom, you got to see this. And even she was howling and that whole, you know, Vince in the hospital that led to Mr. Socko, you know, mm -hmm. and the whole new thing for Mick Foley. So it was a really important Mr. Uh, Socko, right? Mr. Socko. Yeah. The whole thing, which so. took place. Barrow Hospital in Lansing, Michigan. Are you serious? Down the road from where we is, all met. Is there yeah, a that's... plaque that like shows the <laughs> room, room, I, th uh, room 316? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Adley, as many times as I've had to go to that hospital, because it's like every time oh, I watch it, I'm like, I know. Yeah. I'm like, that. it's totally Sparrow. They yeah. don't acknowledge Mr. Sacco's debut well, that's where urkel that's the clown a, came from too, yeah urkel the clown right? urkel the there yeah urkel the clown and All dr right austin yep i'll we'll take, take it from, from here nurse i'll take it from here <laughs> <nurse. laughs> yeah it's amazing I, all right I, so Brian, i go again right round. for round yeah. three to start um this one was a, a holy shit moment um i received a call as as this was wrapping up from kevin saying what what is going on what's happening the Nexus invasion, nice. uh, <laughs> just how they tore apart uh, CM Punk. He was there. It was the CM Punk and the Strange Society, John Cena, of course. And the way they took everything apart from the announce table and tore up the ring and the outside and Daniel Bryan getting ended up getting fired for choking Justin Roberts. <laughs> in his tie. Um, and yeah, Kevin called me because there was just like a what the fuck is going on? Like wh what is happening right now? And uh, yeah, it, while it didn't, uh, the storyline didn't end to like be this amazing thing, but that one night, that debut for all those guys, like Heath Slater and uh, fucking Ryback and all those guys um, was a hell of a moment. And just as a heads up, I was in Lansing, Michigan at that point in <laughs> a very seedy apartment complex that I lived. That's awesome. All right, Jay, back uh, to you, right? For my third pick, it'll be the night Vince McMahon's limo exploded. Oh, nice. Which That's a good kind one. of went nowhere because then yeah. I think the Benoit situation was the following like week. week or two later. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that was something that, you know, to my knowledge, prior to that, I don't think we've ever seen a car explode on wrestling. So, good. yeah, I just thought that was a fun, like, just like, holy shit. Um, because I don't know where it was supposed to go from there. I guess I should just look up one of the many Conrad podcasts because I'm sure they've covered that at some point. So, that's but that's point. my third round pick, Joe. My third round pick is very. It was the lead up to WrestleMania 14. Undertaker saying he would never fight Kane when the coffin was on the top of the ramp and the lightning struck and he came up and said, he's going to fight Kane to set up their match at WrestleMania 14 chills. The theatrics of the whole thing, like one of undertaker's best, like return moments, one of, but it's one of my top. So undertaker returning the lightning strike to blow up the casket that was burnt to a crisp from Royal rumble and him, 
challenging Kane to yeah. WrestleMania. Amazing moment That's for good. an amazing WrestleMania. Kev, round three for you. Man, I'm <clears> keeping <throat> track of uh, uh, all these things, and I'm getting a little wordy. Well, let's go uh, to Mel Kuyper right away. Talk about the uh, the potential of the length <laughs> of Kate. He's, he's still upset we haven't drafted Brady Quinn or Jimmy Clausen yet. I know. I <laughs> so, so my uh, my next two are 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 similar. One at a time, little, Kevin. Little bit different. First one, one of the all time greats. Did you say timeout? Third round. Oh, third round. Sorry. Uh, one, one of the all-time greats. I was in the dorm of Michigan State University watching it with my friends. Mick Foley, The Rock, This Is Your Life. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, September first round or first pick of the fourth round. And I put this as similar because they're both they're both just segments. No, not not matches, just pure fun all around. Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Festival oh, of Friendship. Oh, good pick. February good 13th, yep. 2017. I I picked a lot that made me laugh. <laughs> like or 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 uh uh or or just one of those things where I'm just like staring at, at the screen just in like in awe, right? So that's yeah. Picks Kevin and the third start of the fourth. So Kevin, I uh, you've recently become a wrestling toy collector. There is yes. a festival of friendship set <gasps> with all the figures, with the the poster, the, the signs, the, the everything. Oh, the creation of Kevin. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin with uh, yeah two two picks back to back, very similar, right? Yeah, okay. the festival and this is your life. Those in ring segments. That's all right, Joe. Shit. All right, my pick for the fourth round. There's always a plan B. I didn't oh. fell out. I bought in. Seth turns on the shield and joins Triple That's H. Great. That was a holy shit moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, my no, my fourth round pick is when DX literally packed up the Spirit Squad and sent them back to OVW. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wow. It was just so ridiculous. And then they slapped the sticker on the, on right. the uh, road case and it said OVW. Uh, yeah. Good times. That's my fourth round pick. Awesome. All right. Uh, I'm looking at my draft board here, guys. Wow. <laughs> mm, I know. Um, I'm going to go with, and it's, it's one of those, you know, years later, it's like, oh man. But in, at the time, Man, was this special. The Ric Flair retirement ceremony. Oh, so good. Ric Flair so- retires at WrestleMania, and he comes out and gets the send-off of a lifetime from all of his old friends and foes. And it even kind of set up um, the next feud of Shawn Michaels and Batista, if you remember. Batista was kind of standing yeah. in the corner. Flair was his mentor. He retired him, and, the, and they started that. So, um hell, you know, Flair's crying his eyes out. It was It was great. It was perfect. And uh, yeah, and then he uh, decided to go to TNA like a year later or something. And we yeah, right here, after that. right here. This <laughs> yeah. is Hogan and Flair in TNA. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. All right, so that's my number four. And then my final pick for the fifth round. Oh my gosh, so many moments, guys. So many moments. Um, you know what? I, I haven't done a personal one and some of you guys have. 
So I'll go with this one. Boy, there's so many good moments. Um, Chris Jericho defeats Triple H for the title oh, at Monday Night one. Raw at State College. He defeats him, and uh, it was a With fast count by Earl Heber. Yeah, the acolytes were there. That was a. I was in the crowd, pop like crazy because we couldn't believe Triple H lost and Jericho's the champ. And of course, later that night they had a, a rematch because it was a fast count that Triple H wins. But for being live and being, you know, the spirit of Raw where anything can happen. That was a great moment for me. So that's my fifth round pick. So for me, another uh, I was there moment. It was when I uh, lived in Pittsburgh and it was the debut of the Radicals. Oh, oh yeah. that was a good moment. It was just random. I, yeah. I was I was looking that's at the cool crowd, you and I'm like, that. wait a minute. I'm like, Perry Saturn. Yeah. Benoit. Like they're here. And then, of course, turn into storyline and then debut. And that is my fifth round pick. That's great. Radicals with a Z. Z. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Type that in that spreadsheet. Yeah. They made them look good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. My, Joe, my fifth round, uh, the text from Brian when it happened simply said, great mic work by both guys. Do you remember this, Brian? Ooh. His, his text said, great mic work by both guys. I'll just say it. we don't have time. It was uh, Undertaker coming out, and then Triple oh. H uh, interrupted him, <laughs> the and they just down. looked at the WrestleMania sign and both. <laughs> oh, and they didn't talk. And then they didn't say a word. <laughs> so Brian's response was, "It after it happened because I popped for it, and then that's mm, funny. Check the phone. Great mic work by both guys. I'm like, it has to be my last pick. I, I can make I knew funny no jokes. One, I knew no one would take it, so I'm like, my last pick has to be Undertaker Triple H setup where they didn't say a word. That's funny. Good memory on you, Joe. That's awesome. All right, Mr. Great, Mr. Kev, the last pick of the draft. Mr. 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 Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> I, call, me, call me Brock Purdy. Yeah. Uh, and I did, I did have a list of, of 30 plus, by the way, even though Docker. the max was 20. So maybe after I go, we can, we can mention a few that, that, you know, were on un, uh, undrafted free agents. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Can uh, we not? Uh, and, and I did get, Brian, it just just as, as full disclosure, I did look at it a lot of the links that you sent just for ideas, and then I, I started watching some videos, and uh, in one just t- tugged at my heart because I was in Bardstown, Kentucky. Excuse me, uh, April eleventh, two thousand eleven, and 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 I made the bad decision because like I was I was bummed when I watched it again this week. And then I'm happy because he did come back after surgery and, and, and everything. It's when wow. Edge came out and announced he retired. Uh, and, and it's yeah. not one of my favorite moments to the point where I was happy when it happened. It kind of is in full circle that it's one of those moments. Yeah, it sucked then. But then seeing him come back and have, uh, you know, still pumping out some of the best matches of his career. Uh, it, it's It's just one of those one of those things where it's like, I, I was so bummed, but I was so happy that he was one of my favorites, you know, up to that point. It's crazy. That was 12 years ago. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. well, the second act has been, eh, not so great. I, maybe he, do you think he should have stayed retired? This is the thing. I, I feel that his solo stuff was, was good. I, I don't think the judgment day should have happened. I think he should have just been purely solo. I think when he does come back, I, I don't know if he's let's wrap it up. Couldn't come back to, to the rumble, but I think, I think 
I think it's a, it's, it's an opportunity. Uh, just, just throwing down a few of the ones that we did not mention period, uh, Bobby, the brain Heenan, you know, trying to get in several times, oh, yeah. uh, the, the 69 of doom, one, two, three kid beating razor Ramon. You got a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, DX, you know, invading WCW with the tank. With the Jeep with a cannon on it. Don't the call it. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. <laughs> with the Jeep knocking on the uh, Jeep of Doom. Uh, the, uh, Je- Hello. The, the, the the yeah garage Excuse door. Yeah. Uh, Stone Cold beer truck. We mentioned yeah. that. Milka Milka is another one. Milka Mania. Mm-hmm. Stone Cold uh, Zamboni. Zamboni. Yeah. Just Brian, name There's Brian. I'm surprised you didn't bring up the night ECW invaded Raw. Ninety-seven. Sabu yeah. jumped off the raw side. Yeah, I mean, fell so off many the raw side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, that, that, I love that moment at the time. You know, right. those early raws were fun. And then uh, there was one moment that I had on my list, two moments that I had on my list. The when Jericho dressed up as Doink and was in the crowd. I don't know who he was feuding with, mm. uh, but Jericho Regal. dressed up as Doink. It was Regal, yeah. Regal. And then, oh, uh, yeah. and Lashley and his sister's, Ugh. Max, oh, but Max Caster, Max Caster was one of the sisters. Yep, it's a which fun, is hilarious. Who knew? Yeah, at the time. Yeah, um, so. yeah. A couple, a couple of my runners up: uh, Dolph cashing in the title, uh, Tyson and Austin on the brawl, Brock returning to Raw after UFC, uh, Batista thumbs down uh, to do the contract signing. That was a big one. And Mark Henry salmon jacket, the oh, retirement. I, yeah. Oh, there were so many. I, I got rid of I got rid of my jacket. Oh, uh, mine that mine didn't make the list were uh, Sean joining the NWO because he was gone oh. for so long, and um, what else? Oh, uh, Cena drafted to Raw. Jericho's yeah, response. One. That yep. was uh those are two really big moments as well. Brock Kevin, debut, I'd like to Brock yeah, Brock's debut when he threw the Hardy Boys around. Mm-hmm. Oh, when he went like and poor Spike and, like, Dudley with yeah. his oh, neck. Oh, it's still scary. Kevin. I'm so surprised you did not have Lita and Edge's live sex celebration. Sex act. <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> it, it did make the number just as number sixty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. We already got one sixty nine of yeah. Doom. So so uh, uh since the draft is over and we're about to wrap up the show, um, none of you saw this. Carmelo Hayes walk into the arena in oh, that wrestling club yeah. hoodie. That's I can't shit, find man. that blue hoodie anywhere. I guess it was only limited or maybe it's for oh. famous people. You need to reach out to Victor <laughs> and see if we can buy it because I want that blue hoodie bad. I was um, like, because I saw him and then I saw someone else with it on too. Will um, Ospreay, yes, Ospreay. in his interview with Renee for her mm-hmm. podcast. So uh, good for Victor. Victor, man, oh man, he's worldwide. It's amazing. Hey, Victor, stuff. good for you, and thanks for being on the show before you like really got big. So yeah, we yeah, could we'll, be hipsters. We knew him when. We'll get yeah. him back on at some point, I'm sure. Um, all right, guys, that's amazing. Great job with the first ever draft, and of course, uh, we will be back next week. Royal Rumble preview and predictions. Can't wait for that. Everybody check us out, of course, at that wrestle pod for your socials, youtube.com slash that wrestling podcast. Please like and subscribe. We want to get that count to 4,000 in time for WrestleMania. Yeah, awesome. Otherwise, hey, guys, it's been a tough week with the, the Jay Briscoe news. So, again, a, a cheers to the life of Jay Briscoe. Enjoy wrestling. We'll talk to you next week.
Thanks for listening. Follow That WrestlePod on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. One, two, three, that's it! <laughs> 